150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 30. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. So it is Persecuted Church Awareness Month. Uh, We are here every day this month. We will do a podcast uh, bringing awareness to the persecuted church, uh, a couple of stories about uh, persecution, and then the world watch list number for that day from Open Doors USA's uh, countries, the top countries, Uh, where persecution is worst for Christians around the world. So again, this has been a podcast I've been doing for about 10 years simply to bring awareness to our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted for their faith in Christ. So again, I encourage you to invite your friends who are willing to be part of this, who are willing to take 20 minutes out of their day to hear about our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted, to pray for them, and to uh, um, just lift them up and uh and pray for their their safety and their peace in jesus christ so all that being said it is sunday i almost said wednesday it is sunday uh, november 1st and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world this from persecution.org another pakistani christian girl becomes victim of forced conversion and forced marriage Arzu Raja, a 13-year-old Pakistani Christian girl, is the latest victim in the pattern of kidnapping, forced conversion, and forced marriage of young Christian girls in the country. This case prompted demonstrations against these grave injustices in an attempt to give voice to the suppressed religious minority of, minorities of Pakistan. With these kidnappings take kidnappings taking place now more regularly than before, the religious minorities have been pushed to increasing ex- extremes of discrimination. Arzu, from the city of Karachi, located in the southern part of Pakistan, in the province of Sindh, was abducted by her next-door neighbor, Mr. Azar Ali, and taken against her will, forcefully converted to Islam, and married to the 44-year-old kidnapper. Her parents filed an official report with the police department and immediately began pursuing legal action on behalf of their daughter, which resulted in the most recent decisions of the high court favoring the 44-year-old kidnapper and upholding the marriage. Although the case filed by the parents was pending in district court, where the abductor refused to disclose the whereabouts of Arzu, Mr. Ali filed the complaint in high court for protection on behalf of Arzu. The judge did not provide a fair opportunity for the plaintiffs, which was direct violation of Article 10A of the prevailing state constitutions, and issued a one-sided decision without examining the government, school, or church documents, clearly stating the girl was a minor of the age of 13. Moreover, the parents and the lawyers were unable to present their case before the issuance of said court order. The pending jurisdiction of the lower court and orders for Arzu to be produced in court were ignored by the high court. Instead of producing her in lower court, Mr. Ali presented Arzu at the higher court, which was openly disrespectful and deceiving who, who was an openly disrespectful and deceiving maneuver by the abductors. Such a strategy is quite indicative of a complicity within the police and the system in regards to this case. 
so again, um, where we see a situation where religious, uh, majorities and the government kind of working in, um, I guess you could say in cahoots with each other, um, in corroboration with one another to, uh, violate the rights of, of the Christians in the area and literally have upheld a marriage of a 13 year old girl to a 44 year old kidnapper in Pakistan. So pray for Arzu, pray for her, her family, pray that, that God will intervene and that, uh, she'll be safely returned home to her family and removed from the, uh, the custody of her kidnapper. Uh, this from the Associated Press. You probably heard this in the news very recently. Uh, Tunisian carrying Quran fatally stabs three in a French church. A young Tunisian man armed with a knife and carrying a copy of the Quran attacked worshippers at a French church and killed three Thursday, prompting the government to raise its security alert to the maximum level hours before a nationwide coronavirus lockdown. The attack in, Medi in the Mediterranean city of Nice was the third in less than two months the French authorities have attributed to Muslim extremists, including the beheading of a teacher who had shown caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad in class after the images were republished by a satirical newspaper target targeted in a 2015 attack. Thursday's attacker was seriously wounded by the police and hospitalized in life-threatening condition after the killings at the Notre Dame Basilica. The imposing edifice is located half a mile from the site where another attacker plowed a truck into a crowd of France's National Day in 2016, killing dozens. President Emmanuel Macron said he would immediately increase the number of soldiers deployed to protect schools and religious sites from around 3,000 to 7,000. So we're seeing this more. Uh, it's not as, as intense as it has been for years in the Middle East and in India and in those countries. But as uh, Islam takes deeper root in some of these cities in France, Spain, uh, Great Britain, and so on. We are starting to see more and more. We saw a lot of them last year over the last couple of years, and there's been an increasing number of those in uh, Europe this year of uh, Islamic. And I, I again, I don't call them extremists. I call them fundamentalists. These are people who look at the Quran and do exactly what it tells them to do. Things like striking at the neck of the unbeliever and so on. So um, continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in Europe, in France, who um, are now being targeted by uh, Islamic fundamentalists for their faith in Jesus Christ. And now to our world watch list number 30, uh, Sri Lanka. So a little bit of information about Sri Lanka. It is... Uh, its region is Asia. The persecution type is religious nationalism. Uh, persecution level is very high. Population is 21,019,000, of which about 1,994,000 are Christians. So just shy of 10%. Uh, main religion is Buddhism. The government is a presidential republic. And the leader is President Gotabaya Rajapaksa. Paksa. Um, Last year, on Easter Sunday, Sri Lanka saw one of the world's largest coordinated terrorist attacks since September 11, when radicals carried out suicide bombings and targets that 
carried out eight suicide bombings at targets that included three churches, claiming almost 300 lives, most of them Christian. However, persecution in the Southeast Asian country typically stems from radical Buddhist and Hindu groups that harass and discriminate against converts to Christianity. Sri Lanka has a constitution that gives Buddhism preferred status, and and this Buddhist supremacy view is widely shared in the country. Additionally, Christian churches are frequently opposed by neighbors and local officials, sometimes demand they be clo- that they close their buildings, leading to mob protests, especially in rural areas. The Christian minority is partly tolerated, but converts to Christianity are not. On April 21, 2019, Easter Sunday, three bomb blasts went off in three churches in three different parts of Sri Lanka, St. Anthony's Church in Kokakade, Colombo, St. Sebastian's Church in Nagombo, and Zion Church in Batakaloa. Three hotels were also targeted, these coordinated attacks, which claimed 253 lives and injured injured hundreds of others, were later claimed by Islamic State extremists. Some 176 children lost one or both parents. On March 24, 2019, a mass protest was held outside these premises of Christ Gospel Church in Jaela Gamfa District. During Sunday afternoon worship, the 2,000 townspeople, led by a traders association, distributed leaflets and set up a petition calling for the removal of the church. This is a more typical example of persecution in Sri Lanka, which often involves small mobs. The majority of state schools do not teach Christianity as a subject, forcing Christian students to resort to studying Buddhism or Hinduism. Some reports indicate that children were forced to participate in Buddhist rituals. Some prayer points for Sri Lanka. Pray for the survivors of the Easter Sunday attacks. Pray for strength and comfort for the targeted Christian communities and for unity among the Sri Lankan churches. Pray for pastors in Sri Lanka who are mocked and frequently disturbed by their neighbors for leading worship services. Please pray that they would not waver in their faith and that they will draw strength from the Lord when they feel weary. Aside from the bombings, the persecution of Christians in Sri Lanka is experiencing a transition from violence to administrative and legal forms. Many believers in churches are unaware of their legal rights and unprepared financially to face charges in courts. They quickly give up the legal battle in many cases. Consequently, if not jailed, they end up having criminal records, which can compromise their standing in the community. Pray for legal protection for pastors in Sri Lanka. Pray that they will not be abused and bullied by the government. Ask God to bring them refreshment and encouragement. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much again for this time we have to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world um, who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we thank you for this medium, the internet, that we not only can come across large gaps of, of, of space from different countries, from different places altogether, but literally we can come across a span of time, Lord, where some people are watching this hours after it's done, days, um, and so on, but yet still able to join together with us to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we lift up the family of Arzu Raja um, and Arzu herself, Lord, we pray that you would protect her from this kidnapper, that you would protect her um, in this time and protect her faith. Lord, strengthen the faith of her family, and God, we ask that you would intervene in the court system there in Pakistan and would cause them to uh, overturn this ruling of the high court to uphold a marriage to a man who kidnapped this girl, but that you would have her removed from his home and returned to her family um, and to safety. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters right now in France um, who have been uh, 
affected by this this attack in, in at Notre Dame Basilica and other places in the city where uh, Muslims have come out and and attacked Christians uh, because of their belief in Christ. And so we, we pray that you would strengthen the faith of those Christians there. And Lord, we, we pray that you would curb the violence and that you would uh, just protect our brothers and sisters. Lord, we lift up our, our brothers and sisters in Sri Lanka as well. Lord, we do pray for those who were affected by the uh, terrorist attacks a year ago and pray that you would um, strengthen the faith of those children who lost parents and just continue to, to embolden the churches there and bring unity among them, Lord, that they could truly say that they are uh, they stand under one faith, one Lord, one baptism, um, and that they are, are truly trying to, to glorify you um, in the midst of a persecution there. Lord, we pray that, uh, that these um, new converts and uh, that are... are persecuted by their neighbors and, and their friends and their family, Lord. We pray again that they would not waver in their faith, but that you would continue to strengthen them uh, as they are discipled by by more mature Christians around them, Lord, that they would continue to, to stand firm in their faith and in and their belief in you, um, that they would draw strength on you, Lord. Um, we pray for the pastors in the area. Um, and we pray that again, you would continue to give them wisdom as they teach your word, as they disciple those, uh, that you have put under their authority and under their, their pastorship. Lord, we pray for, um, the, the legal battle in many of the cases that have stemmed from the attacks a year ago. And we just pray that, that your justice would be meted out, um, that those who worship that they would not be arrested, that they would not have criminal criminal records because of their worship and their faith in you. Um, and Lord, we also pray that uh, um, legal protection for the pastors in Sri Lanka, that they would, uh, the government would allow them to continue to preach um, and, sh- and share the gospel and disciple, uh, make disciples and, and ultimately just respond to the Great Commission, Lord, and that you would, again, be with them, be their protection, uh, be their guide, Lord, and ultimately be the, the source of their, the strength of their faith, um, that they would look at what you did for them, the, what the gospel truly is, and, and recognize that, that uh, no persecution can affect their salvation that you've given them, that, that you paid the penalty for that salvation for them, Lord, and that they would, recognizing that, continue to stand firm in their faith in the midst of uh, persecution and God. And ultimately, we pray that in all of these things that you are glorified, and it's in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thanks again, guys. Thank you for uh, coming and being part of this. Invite your friends. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications. You'll get all the stuff that is released there. Probably going to be like three more podcasts coming out today. And um, if you're on the the Fifth Seal Facebook page, invite people to come be part of that uh, to pray with us. Um, And 
if you want to just listen to the audio, you can get the audio version of the podcast anywhere. iTunes, Google Play, which is now gone, I think. Um, and uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, anywhere where you get your podcast, you can get the audio version of this. We appreciate you being part of this, joining us in prayer for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.